0: You are listening to From Cowpox Pus to mRNA, A Brief History of Vaccines and How They Work. Today you will hear me, Emma Alexander, talk about my experience writing to Dr. Edward Jenner. Who is Dr. Jenner? Stay tuned to find out. I have been asked to explain the history of vaccines to Dr. Edward Jenner. Where do I even begin? I guess with Dr. Jenner himself. Now, Dr. Jenner revolutionized inoculation, and he coined the term vaccine. We owe a lot to him for his discoveries. But he did make some questionable ethical choices along the way. Because of that, we also owe a lot to milkmaids and a nine-year-old boy. In his original experiment, Dr. Jenner took the pus from a cowpox sore on a milkmaid and injected it into a nine-year-old boy. He then exposed the boy to smallpox repeatedly to see if the injection prevented smallpox. (laughs) Not cool. Luckily for the boy, and for the world, the injection did prevent smallpox. The boy lived and vaccine science was born. Dr. Jenner's experiment took place in 1796. However, the first laboratory vaccine wasn't made until 1879, more than 50 years after Jenner's death. He didn't get to live to see his discovery revolutionize medicine. Now, that first laboratory vaccine was made by accident. Luis Pasteur asked his assistant to inject some chickens with foul cholera bacteria before leaving for holiday, but the assistant forgot. When he got back a month later, he injected the chickens with the bacteria. Little did he know, these chickens were about to revolutionize vaccine science. <laughs> After the injection, the chickens got a little sick, but then they remained healthy. When they were later injected with fresh bacteria, they didn't get sick at all. Pasteur realized the bacteria became less deadly due to its exposure to oxygen in the month the assistant was on holiday. So this assistant's poor memory led to the creation of the first attenuated vaccine. These original discoveries in vaccine science were only vaguely based in science and more based on observation and accidents. The immune system, antibodies, and how they work were not discovered until much, much later. This science, while incredible and life-saving, was done blindly. I think Dr. Jenner deserves the scientific explanation for his discoveries. So here it is. The human body has an immune system that protects it from outside invaders like bacteria, viruses, and other diseases. These invaders are called pathogens. Now, the immune system has two parts, innate and adaptive. The innate immune system is very general and attacks everything. It doesn't care what is invading the body. The innate system will attack it. The adaptive immune system, on the other hand, is what Dr. Jenner utilized with his smallpox vaccine. Now I feel like I'm about to blow Dr. Jenner's mind or perhaps affirm his beliefs about his vaccine. The adaptive immune system makes antibodies against pathogens. These antibodies are very specific and only attack one pathogen. When Dr. Jenner injected the nine-year-old boy with the cowpox bus, the boy's immune system made antibodies to the cowpox virus. Luckily for Dr. Jenner and the nine-year-old boy, Cowpox and smallpox have many of the same components, so the cowpox antibodies protected against the smallpox virus. I would just love to know if Dr. Jenner had any idea about this, or if his discoveries were truly based entirely on the observation of milkmaids. Now, similarly, Louis Pasteur's discoveries, although birthed from accident and observation, used the chicken's immune system to protect it from cholera. The attenuated bacteria, or weakened bacteria, was pathogenic enough to make the chicken make antibodies, but not strong enough to kill the chicken. So the chicken got immunity from the attenuated bacteria, and that worked against the live bacteria. We have come a long way from the observational type science of the original vaccines. We now understand the body's immune system and know how to exploit it for preventive methods. So, we have since discovered several types of vaccines, including inactivated vaccines, live attenuated vaccines, messenger RNA vaccines, subunit recombinant polysaccharide, and conjugate vaccines, toxoid vaccines, and viral vector vaccines. They all have their benefits and downfalls, and they have all been made possible by Dr. Jenner's discoveries. Now, my job has also been made possible by Dr. Jenner's discoveries, so I guess I have to thank him for that, too. I work on a COVID-19 mRNA vaccine trial. I truly don't think Dr. Jenner would know what that sentence means. So let me explain. COVID-19 is a 21st century pandemic. mRNA vaccines will require a little more explanation because Dr. Jenner was not alive when DNA was discovered. So we will really have to go back to the beginning here. All of the genetic information that makes us who we are is stored in DNA. mRNA is a functional copy of the DNA. Specifically, mRNA acts as a blueprint or a map for how to build proteins. And proteins do basically everything in our body. I know I am probably overwhelming Dr. Jenner with this information. None of it was known when he was alive. Anyway, one thing proteins do is create the parts of viruses that are identifiable by antibodies mRNA vaccines work by delivering the mRNA, or the map for the protein formation, to your own cells. Your cells then do the work to make the protein that is identifiable to the antibodies. This protein does get identified by your immune system, and you make antibodies to it. You get a full immune response and protection to the virus, without the virus or any toxic parts of it being in your body. It's truly revolutionary, almost in the same way Dr. Jenner's discoveries were. Now I'm sure Dr. Jenner would have a million questions about the history of vaccines and how they actually work. I know I would, and I still do. I hope he realizes the profound impact his vaccine discoveries and contributions have had on how we treat and deal with infectious diseases now.